Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. knocked on your door right now and said you are the brand new wrestling champion you would say who the hell are you you strange bull person that looks like a thumb this would be fair and once you got over that you'd also be like you can't just give me a world championship that's not how it works (laughs) that's the point my friends is that sometimes in the wrestling business that's exactly how it works which is why my name is Simon Miller welcome to what culture wrestling and today yes we are going to talk about the 10 most unusual ways to win a wrestling title before we do get there, please subscribe. Number 10 being awarded one. We just touched upon this and it really is stupid. Like in a world where you can come up with any idea what you want and as long as everybody involved goes, oh yes, I'd love to do that, you can do it. Somebody went, well, why don't we just walk to the ring and pass it across like it was some kind of gift. One of the most famous of these was back on Raw in 2002 when Eric Bischoff had decided to introduce the World Heavyweight Championship or the WCW belt to WWE. And was there a tournament? No. Was there a number one contender match? No. He just asked Triple H to get his ass out there and went, this is yours. And Triple H actually celebrated. Like he got the battle, went, it's like, what are you celebrating? It doesn't make any sense. And sure, this wasn't anything new, but it's completely different when we're talking about your top tier title. Like Mankind was given the hardcore championship and Oscar had that weird thing with Becky Link when by magic she became the Raw Women's Champion. But at least that had some emotion to it. With this scenario, well, it was just bad. Also, if nothing else, you are taking months of storyline and just flushing it down the toilet. And given that wrestling never ends, you probably want to use them. Number nine, getting hit in the balls. Sounds weird on paper, but in practice, it was absolutely brilliant. This time we go back to 2011 and we go to the feud between Christian and Randy Orton, which is very underrated, by the way. And by the time we had got to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, their program was so riled up and so aggressive, it was determined, look, Randy, if you get disqualified, not only will you lose the match, but you will also lose your championship. Most fans just thought this would be a fun aside too, so Rand could be like, oh, I'm gonna tease, I'm gonna tease it. But I think we all forgot what a hothead he was, especially when Christian went and spat right in his face. Ruh-roh. This hit Orton's angry man button, and he did just smash Christian right in the groin before he realized what he had done. And this is why it works so well, because not only did you get the reaction from the fans, but you also got Randy face palming like, oh, damn it, what have I done? And also then you realize Christian was the world champion. I loved it. I mean, seriously, if you were just like watching wrestling, you would understand. But there was a time when nobody thought Christian would get to this point even though he damn well deserved it. Number eight, the fast count. Surely if you do win a championship, you want to do it on the up and up. Like you don't want a corrupt or an evil official helping you out. Although when it comes to wrestling, 
Actually, some people really do. It's always a strange thing to do as well, because as soon as the official does do this, the focus goes on to them, other than the wrestlers, and in literally every other walk when it comes to pro wrestling, you're told to do the opposite. Just hurts your brain. It can work really well though, as we saw way back on Raw in 2000, when Triple H was defending the WWE title against Chris Jericho, and Earl Hebner was indeed the referee. I mean, nobody or their nan thought that Y2J was going to win, but after the game had yelled Earl Hebner too much, he got in Hunter's face, he was like, oh, you can't do this to me, and he gave him a push. And then from nowhere, Chris Jericho hit the lion salt, and he pinned Triple H. So Hebner was like, all right, I know what I can do. And he went, one, two, three never seen a faster count in your life. The crowd went nuts for this too, which massively helped. And while it was short-lived, it showed the powers that be in the back or management. You can do something with Jericho. Maybe we should give him a little bit of a push. It never went into the fictional record books because we did switch the title back later with Earl Hebner being like a kid like, I shouldn't have done it. I'm really sorry. But in terms of moments and in terms of coming up with good ideas, this gets a couple of thumbs. Number seven, pinning someone when they're asleep. The hardcore title was a joy back in the Attitude Era, mostly because it was somebody's job to just come up with a bunch of weird ways for somebody new to become the champion. And one of the best of these is when Pete Gas, he of Mean Street Posse fame, was sneaking around an airport when he saw current title holder Crash Holly asleep. He then remembered that the rules state that it's 24 seven, so he quietly went in there and he pinned Crash Holly and the referee went, one, two, three, and he did become the champion. Don't know why I'm whispering, he's not here. Unfortunately for Pete, he was a bit stupid. He went absolutely nuts after this, like, oh, I can't believe it, I'm the hardcore champion. So Crash Holly woke up and was able to win his title back. But this was just so ingenious, and one of those times you're like, oh, wrestling, you're so good. Number six, the screw job. Or reality, I suppose. But yes, way back in 1997, we all remember what happened at the Survivor Series. And while we mostly converse about who did what and what happened here, Never forget, this did come down to the fact that Bret Hart was the WWF champion and Vince McMahon didn't want him to be the WWF champion, so he nicked it off him. Think of that though, the hitman lost his gold because the owner of an entire promotion broke the most sacred rule in all of wrestling. And the hilarious thing about this now is if you did this in 2021, people would just be like, what are you doing? It's just a silly world title. Why don't you grow up and start smelling the cheese? But hey, 1997 was just a different time. But apply this to your own job. Imagine you did have a good relationship with your boss. Imagine you had chatted to your boss and you thought, okay, cool, this is what we're going to do at that meeting. And then you then pulled the rug from under your feet. Of course you were going to be sad. Of course you were going to be upset. And of course it would have scarred you for a long ass time. Number five, winning the Royal Rumble. This one doesn't sound too unusual, but never forget, the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a shot at the world championship. They don't become the world champion apart from only two wrestlers, two in history. And we are of course talking about Ric Flair in 1992 and his best friend Triple H in 2016. And when it comes to the former, many people say that that Rumble was the best of all time. So we must have done something right. If you haven't seen it, you should see it, especially Ric Flair's promo after the fact. With a tear in his eye, it is damn good. The ladder was a little bit different because it was in the midst of the Roman Reigns experiment and Triple H was meant to be the bad guy. And when he eliminated Roman Reigns, everybody went truly crazy. And if we go back to the 1992 one, you also have to remind yourself that Ric Flair came in at number three and that he had recently jumped ship from WCW. So all of this just made you go wide-eyed as you thought to yourself, how have we got here? And talking about the modern day, it was a bit like that old forbidden door, which now never stays closed. I really do think that WWE must have thought about the 1992 Royal Rumble to influence the 2016 Royal Rumble. 
because there, Triple H came in last. And he did the dirty. These weren't the best times. Number four, the Freebird rule. Something that comes and goes these days, the Freebird rule basically says that if you have a champion and a couple of buddies and you all want to wear it and then kind of randomly pick who's going to defend it on any given night, well, you can. It naturally comes from the fabulous Freebirds that was made up of Michael P.S. Hayes, Buddy Roberts, and Terry Gordy. And yeah, they would be the tag team champions and they would just share responsibilities however they saw fit. We've had a few others since then in the sense that Demolition did it and so did the Spirit Squad. And when it comes to singles titles, do you remember when Michelle McCool and Layla were both the women's champion? That one was really weird. However, while it is really dumb, it's also super pro wrestling. That's why if any promotions in the modern day want to do it, you would have my support. Number three, your partner wins it for you. Always bad, never do it, fans will be mad. I suppose it's fine if you're a heel because you're meant to be a moron, but what happens in nine out of 10 of these situations is that the audience just craps all over it because they feel like somebody else has stolen your thunder. For example, do you remember when James Ellsworth retrieved the briefcase in Money in the Bank and just gave it to Carmella? That was not a good time. It's more common than you think, and a particular source that loads of people go back to is when Kofi Kingston and Mickie James teamed up to defend their Intercontinental Championship and their Women's Championship against Beth Phoenix and Sandino Morella. Given that Beth Phoenix got the pin though, she then became the Women's Champion, which also meant that Santino became the IC Champion, and you can see why this is very confusing. You can find lots more of these throughout the years as well, and really, you need a dude like Santino. He can pull this kind of gimmick off. Anybody else? Well, you're going to be shot out of the cannon. Number two, not beating the champion. Ah, this old chestnut and my word does WWE love it when it comes to their triple threat matches. But go and tell this idea to anybody that doesn't watch pro wrestling and you will be greeted with this face. Because they don't understand what the hell you're talking about. What do you mean the champion can lose without even being beat? It can also happen in the likes of Elimination Chambers or Fatal 4 Ways. But listen to the list of names who have benefited from taking advantage of such a situation. Edge, Triple H, Chris Jericho. These dudes became champions without being the champion. And I get it, you do it to the former title holder then comes out the next week on Raw. And they're like, I'm so mad because nobody pinned me. Unless, of course, you're John Cena. He would then just walk out and go, it doesn't matter because sometimes we're down, but the whole point is we'll get back onto my feet. Look how happy I am. Please buy my merchandise. But imagine it in any other sport. Like Tyson Fury loses the championship to Anthony Joshua because Dillian White knocks one of those two out. Nobody would watch that gubbins. And yet look at all of us nerds. Number one, losing. Yes, that's right, losing. We thought number two was ridiculous. One of the greatest contradictions in wrestling history, though, did happen in the Attitude Era, and it was, of course, surrounding everything with the women's title. Now, this is difficult to talk about, given what WWE was doing with its female division back in the 90s, but we did have Sable, who was the champion, and we had Deborah, and yes, they were competing in an evening ball gown match. If you know, you know. Now, Sable won this by stripping Deborah down, which were the rules, but afterwards, the then commissioner, Shawn Michaels, came out and he basically said, and forgive me, these are his words, not mine, at least I'm paraphrasing. Well, I'm going to give the victory to Deborah anyway because she looks really good. And then in the underwear, Deborah was like, I'm the champion, I'm the champion. And once again, I sat there and I thought to myself, 
Maybe I want to watch this stuff no more. So the next time you're moaning that wrestling doesn't take itself seriously in the modern day, because way back when we took it super duper serious, well, I have just presented you with Exhibit A, and you cannot argue against Exhibit A. I mean, this happened 20 years ago. Somebody failed and was still presented with the title. That is gibberish. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The best way to give someone a gift they'll never forget is to give a gift they'll always use. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. And a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. But American Giant makes a lot more than just hoodies. They have impossibly comfy sweaters, classic tees, soft structured sweatpants, even classic everyday denim. All made right here in the USA with a quality you'll have to feel to believe. Be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code GRATEFULAG23.